0: Hi everyone. Welcome to the Golden Ratio podcast. I am Jen, GR Mom. Joined as always by GR Dad. Hi. How's it going, GR Dad?
1: Good. I'm pleased that you didn't startle me this time.
0: <laughs> you were cringing a little bit.
1: I was preparing myself for startle.
0: Well, everything is fine.
1: I should have figured you would do the unexpected. Always. But then I can't expect
0: that. Always the unexpected. <sighs> so, uh, welcome to the Golden Ratio podcast, the there are rules edition. This is very formal. I'm wearing pants. (laughs) And uh, yes. So uh, our cocktail of the week. So our friend Megan sent us these little craft cocktail kits from a place called Camp. Like I went away to camp craft cocktails. They're actually based in Florida up in Jacksonville, I think. And so we got these two mason jars and there's two different flavors. There's pineapple jalapeno and then ginger hibiscus lemon, I think. Mm hmm. And so there's, like, dried stuff in them. So dried pineapples and jalapenos, and there's some sugar and stuff. And so it's just a jar with just the dried stuff in it. The hibiscus, lemon, ginger obviously had, like, dried bits of stuff, sugar. And so you take the jars and you fill them up with whatever liquor you want and stick them in your fridge for three days. I give them a shake every now and then. And it infuses the liquor, like, with this really intense flavor of the stuff that's in there and then you have this kind of flavored spirit that you can use to make drinks with i was so excited like i got this pack at the p.o box risking my life going out into public yeah <laughs> I got with the mask this, on yeah and got this package I was so excited, so I immediately risked my life a little more and went to the liquor store <laughs> to buy um, an extra bottle of tequila to put it with the pineapple jalapeno and vodka. I got some Tito's vodka to put with the hibiscus ginger lemon. And uh, so that was Monday. It's Thursday, so it's been three days now. And uh, we're finally having them. And you can put them in whatever, but I just did both of them, uh, like one ounce of the infused liquor, and then uh, ginger ale.
1: It's very cool. It's, it's like, delish. It's like a dehydrated cocktail.
0: Well, yeah, dehydrated it comes like punch. that, but then it's hydrated. And right. you don't put the... add
1: your, add your Just add liquor, right? Yeah,
0: and you can do whatever kind you want. And, uh, and you don't put like the... At least I did not put the dried bits in the cocktail. So I, you know, most of them stay in the jar anyway, but I also strained out. Like Jared Dad is drinking the pineapple jalapeno. I strained the jalapeno seeds out.
1: Oh, that was probably very nice of you. Yeah. (laughs) Uh,
0: It's really zippy. I tried some of it. Like, you really get the heat of the jalapenos in there. Uh, Oh, yeah. It's got...
1: It tastes almost gingery, too. Does it have ginger in it?
0: There's ginger ale in there. Oh, yeah. Ginger beer. There we go. Yeah. Uh, And my hibiscus... That
1: goes well with zippiness.
0: Yeah. They're both great. So, Mm. if you would like to support a local small business, uh, Camp Craft Cocktail, just Google them. They have a bunch of different flavors, Um, so Megan just sent us as a present, uh, these two I'm pulling up there.
1: I wonder if they're for camping.
0: I mean, you gotta have the liquor in it for three days in a Mason jar. I don't camp, but I wouldn't think that that's the best option. Like carrying around a glass jar. I don't know. Having
1: a tasty drink while camping sounds like a good option. You still have to lug the the alcohol (laughs) around too, I guess.
0: All right. So they have uh i'm looking at their jars here so hibiscus ginger lemon we have and then pineapple jalapeno we have and then they have apricot cranberry smash aromatic Ooh. citrus sangria and bloody mary and it just bloody like, mary yeah let's see what's in the bloody mary
1: i can i mean if it's a bloody mary there's probably a freaking tomato in there <laughs> tomato dust
0: bloody mary serves eight it includes whole black peppercorns lemons cilantro fermented full-sour kosher pickles, horseradish root sriracha, and salt. Oh, your dad loves sriracha. He's literally wearing a I Have Heart Sriracha uh, shirt right now. That's true. <laughs> there you go. Add four ounces of tomato juice to a drink, and then up to 32 ounces if you're serving the whole jar. Oh, yes, yeah, so you put your alcohol in there, refrigerate it for three days, and then to make a Bloody Mary, you use your alcohol plus some tomato juice. Nice. Yeah. Uh, it's really cool. And it's like, I, you know, I've been trying to find ways to like send people little presents to do things. And it's like I love sending liquor and drinks, but it's like one really expensive to send liquor independent of the price of the liquor. Like it's expensive to send a bottle of liquid anywhere yeah, it's and heavy. it's hard. Uh, and so this is great. Like it's super cool. It looks really interesting. Uh, oh, they got all kinds of stuff. They have hot toddies, butternut. Looks nice. like it has butternut squash, allspice, cinnamon, bitters infused sugar cane.
1: Sounds Thanksgiving y. Yeah, yeah. October
0: People who like those kind of warm, spicy cocktails. No. Not me, but uh, yeah. So, yeah, support Camp Craft Cocktails. We're very impressed. Both of these are really good. What's the website? Uh, campcraftcocktails.com. That's pretty good. Yep. Uh,
1: Hey, if they need to sponsor anyone and, you know, spend advertising money, we could probably drink a lot of this stuff.
0: Hey, Campcraft <laughs> Cocktails, there. we'll keep talking you up. Actually, just send us some more Yeah. for free and then we'll give you... It's
1: not fair because the money should be going the other way to them. So, you know, this isn't like some giant corporation that just is, like has money splashing out of its pockets. This is a little place that's just trying to make some money.
0: Well, uh, just send us some more jars and then we'll keep talking you up. We'll send them money. Speaking of which, Audible is our sponsor for the podcast. I always forget to say that. You just reminded me. Hey, sure. Audibletrial.com slash the gold, uh, golden ratio. Get a free audiobook. Stephen King has a new audiobook, or I mean, a new book that also is an audio format out, uh, like a collection of four novellas, which is a thing he does every five or six years. I
1: hear he's a pretty good writer.
0: <laughs> I'm always excited. I, I, Every time he has a new book coming out, I go to pre order it and Audible's like, you pre ordered that two months ago. <laughs> Settle down. We'll send it when it's out. Former Jen has it handled. Yep. Uh, Audibletrial.com slash The Golden Ratio. If we're doing a fundraising corner, I will note that we have one week left where you can order medals for the Angel Dog virtual races the Boyfriend Riley 5K, Schmieg 10K, Jasmine Half Marathon uh queso six hour and the oh you think you're some kind of big man 50 yard dash Uh, the medals came this week they look amazing don't they look good oh
1: they i was surprised how great they look they're substantial they're They're made out of metal they're not plastic right they're they're i mean i just like the dogs too right so the pictures of the dogs are are really good and and it's nice and the chicken Rooster.
0: The chicken one's really funny. Yeah, so they're like made out of actual metal as opposed to plastic. And then there's like a printed acrylic insert on the inside that looks exactly like what you see on the website. It's good. Matching ribbons. So like the Schmeig one is pink. And it's got a pink ribbon.
1: We've been in races with much worse metals.
0: Oh, for sure. Yeah. No, these look really good. Um, also supporting a small business. They're just like based in Chicago. Made me my medals. They were great. Yeah. Um, so I ordered a first batch because there were a bunch, um, a bunch of people who had ordered, and I thought it was tapering off. And then a ton more came in, so I'm going to be ordering a second batch. Uh, but you've got until the end of March of April 30th, and then I'm going to put in the second batch on May 1st. And then if you have missed it, uh, these are virtual races, whatever distance you want, 5K. 10K half marathon. And then the six hours, just however much you want to run in six hours, which could be... Or move. Yes, or walk or whatever. No biking. I mean, whatever. You can do whatever you want, but (laughs) don't submit your bike distance over six hours. We're not
1: going to release a ranked time list of results either. I mean, we're not... Oh, we are. Oh, my God. You
0: don't have to submit them, but if you want to, I will send out a... I'll post a thing up like on the day of the races where you can submit your time. So someone's going to try to win. Someone will try to win. Oh, well, okay. I tried to win That's the funny. six hour last year and I didn't win. A couple people did more than me. It's pretty cool.
1: Thank you all for helping GR Mom with her project and making it a project. <laughs> she she uh, does thrive on this stuff.
0: Yeah, I do. Um, but yeah, a lot of people are like, oh, I want that queso medal, but I can't run for six hours, man. You don't have to run for six hours. You go take a walk for 10 minutes and then sit on your ass and watch Netflix for five hours and 50 minutes. That counts. You just, it's how far do you go in six hours? And if you go half a mile, that's fine.
1: Yeah. If you don't try to win, this is actually really easy.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Uh, you can do both. You can do the, yeah. Actually oh, the 6
1: th- hours is the easiest because there's no distance, right? That's Even right. the 50 meter dash, you have to do 50 meters. Yeah. I have to chase that chicken for a <laughs> while.
0: <laughs> so you could do both. You could get like the oh you think you're some kind of big man 50 yard dash and then those 50 yards are your distance for the case of 6 hour and then you watch <gasps> Netflix. Oh, package deal. Yeah, there's some people who are trying to, who are doing all at once, right? Like they're going to run more than a half marathon and they're going to run for six hours and so it will cover the half marathon and the 10k and the 5k and the 50 yard dash and they've bought the whole pack of medals
1: respect i don't have any I, oh I, mean, I think it's great this is we should have done this on a tuesday but there aren't really rules hard and fast on this it's no not like no. you know no headphones during this race <laughs> there shall be no assistance to any runner given it's not no, that kind of race
0: no uh, it's just to give you something to kind of motivate yourself. So the official race day is May 23rd. If you need to do it before or after, whatever, it's fine. Um, you don't have to sign up. You don't have to buy a medal. You don't have to do anything. You just say you did it. You can submit yourself to the results. Um, probably tomorrow I'll get the site up where you can make yourself a little bib that you can print out. That's got like your, a number, you can put your name on it or whatever. It's got the logo. I had that when we did, I think one of the Vink 5Ks. Um, so it'll be up for those, but it's super laid back. And the idea is just that like, it's good to have a goal, right? And I'm certainly feeling this. All my races have been canceled. Uh, and I had a lot of big ones planned. They just keep getting canceled. And so the virtual races that the ultra marathon people have done have really helped me. And I was, we'll talk more about this on the running podcast, but I was super disappointed this week. Boston marathon was supposed to be Monday that has been rescheduled to September. And then I think Tuesday, um, the Berlin marathon, which was in September, um, is not going to happen. At least as scheduled, it may be fully canceled. It may get rescheduled, but Germany has said no big events until October. So, uh, I I had this whole week planned where I was going to the Berlin marathon and the rescheduled London marathon were a week apart. So it was going to be run Berlin, go to Oktoberfest, stay in Europe for a week. Okay, so what else got canceled? Oktoberfest. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So it was really disappointing. And then I think that night, uh, Lazarus Lake, who is the ultra director who does the Barkley marathons.
1: Oh, look that up because it's
0: Oh my God! Go on Netflix, or there might be an Amazon Prime too, and watch the Barkley Marathons. Um, it's a crazy. I mean, this guy is a sadist ultra runner, and he makes these crazy races. Maskist
1: slash sadist.
0: <laughs> he did walk across the U.S. last year, um, he, but yeah, he makes these crazy races to punish people. So he did the Barclay does the Barkley Marathons. He uh, he also does this race called Big's Backyard Ultra. Um, and there just was a virtual one of those two. So Bigs Backyard Ultra, you start kind of at the, say at the top of the hour, like 8am. And then you have one hour to run a loop that's about 4.2 miles And however long as you want, as long as it's less than an hour. And then at the top of the next hour, you do another loop and you repeat until there's one person left. Everybody who does not win gets a DNF, did not finish. I mean, you didn't finish the race. Only one person can win. Uh, It usually goes on for like three or four days. Every hour, no breaks, no sleep. I mean, you get whatever the 10 minutes between the end of your run and the start of the next loop. Uh, But they just did a virtual one, I think, two weekends ago, and it went for three days.
1: It's terrible because if you speed up, you give yourself a little bit more time to rest if you run a faster four mile. But then you've run a faster four mile, and you need more rest, and it's just kind of diabolical
0: (laughs) yeah in the virtual one um there were just two guys going one guy in uh arlington virginia and the other guy in the czech republic uh and the czech guy was running on a treadmill and so it was all done on zoom (laughs) so uh the guy in arlington ended up winning because basically on a technicality like you have to start immediately at the top of the hour and the czech guy We don't know if he was distracted or if he definitely had his audio off. And he kind of stood on his treadmill for two minutes before starting. And that disqualifies you.
1: And it was also after three days of not sleeping. So, I mean, just forgive him for being fuzzy headed.
0: No kidding. Uh, So in any case, this guy who's created these races has now posted uh, a virtual uh, race across Tennessee a thousand K. So I'm like looking at the website and I was like, one zero K. Wait, there's an extra zero, a thousand K. And they're <laughs> like, Yeah, it's a thousand K, which it starts in the lower left hand corner of Tennessee and it goes to the upper right hand corner of Tennessee. Uh it's a thousand K and uh unless you want a challenge, and then you can do the out and back, which is two thousand K. Uh, but you have four months to do it. It's May, June, July, and August. And so I signed up for it. I'm gonna do the out and back. I'm doing two thousand K. So it's about ten miles a day. I
1: suspect they were throwing that out and back in there just as a joke. Like, surely 1,000K is... You can always do an out and back if it's too boring for you. And you're like, mash, mash. Yes, yes, yes. Out and back, please. I have have so much
0: time. You don't have to specially register. Once you finish the first 1,000K, then they send you a (laughs) link to start logging your miles for the second 1,000. There's a bunch of people on my Florida Ultra Runners group who are doing it, including some who are doing the out and back, so...
1: It's amazing. It's not even the short way through Tennessee. It's, it's like longest, the longest possible longest
0: possible way. Uh but it it has really given me a boost to be like okay, I'm doing this thing for 4 months because I can't there's literally no races to do. There's nothing. Um but and I'm so well trained right now and so it's nice to have this thing. So anyway, the Angel Dog ultras are basically a small version of It's not anywhere in the same league as that, but a small version of like give yourself a goal and a reason to like get out there every day and do a little bit of training.
1: You are like a thoroughbred horse or a sled dog right now. If you don't keep moving, like you just just go crazy. You'll just go crazy and like eat your stable or something. (laughs) Something Kick something.
0: (laughs) Anyway, uh, if you want to do that, you don't have to do anything. But if you want a medal, you need to order it by April 30th.
1: Also, the Barkley Marathons is a great little hours worth of entertainment. Oh,
0: for sure, absolutely. Just you should so watch it.
1: Good personalities. It's well. It's well done.
0: Even if you don't care at all about running yeah. or marathons or whatever, it's great. It's a really interesting.
1: Care about humans, don't you? It's got humans.
0: I don't even really care about humans. Oh, well, this it's is still good. The best of humans. Yeah, it's good. Good narrative storytelling. Mm-hmm. Um, did I talk about the care packs? Nope. Okay, since we're doing. Fundraising Corner, uh, not. I mean, the races are going to be real break-even for us. Like, we're not really making any money on that. We're just covering our costs. Um, and close to that, we're also doing, uh, like, just tonight, we put out Golden Ratio care packs, which we've done before. So it's a photographed 8x10 photo and a sticker sheet. Um, we actually have two options. So there's Squad 2.0, which has a picture of the whole squad. One dog will photograph it. We'll see. I mean, we'll probably... I'm going to have Brody do some. I'm going to have Vank do some. Will
1: Well, you run out of ink, though, because he's got oh, the no, big you got,
0: paws. Wait, just, just wait. Just wait. So, Squad 2.0, there's a picture of the squad, and then there's a sticker sheet with, like, one little round sticker with a photo of each dog. Um, you do not get all five photographs on your picture. You get one, and yeah. you cannot pick which dog. Right. Uh, and then there's also the Guacopaco, the pack of for just guac so it has a picture of guac that will be photographed by guac and it has a sticker sheet of just guac with stuff in his mouth
1: courtesy of mr amole
0: yeah uh so so far when i checked i you know i just posted it before we started recording uh there were more people ordering the squad 2.0 than the guacopaco but both were popular
1: dude if i'd seen it i would have already ordered
0: one <laughs> don't jaredad you have to stop ordering merch on the website, I will just give it to you. Just the visual is that I we're both on the couch on
1: our computers or our phones, and she's <laughs> posting stuff, and I'm like buying it from. Her. Like, I could just turn my head 90, 90 degrees to the right and go, "Hey, can I have one?" No, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna click in. I'm gonna link up. I'm gonna give him my credit card and I'm gonna buy it because I'm like, oh, that'll make her feel better.
0: <laughs> it does, I don't need your purchase. I got plenty of followers. <laughs> I don't need your
1: explanation. I just need you to move.
0: Jared, <laughs> uh, we were out for a run, and Jared is faster than me, and, uh, and he's a very good running partner, but on this particular day, I think he was feeling feisty, and he was running like it was hot. one step ahead of me the whole way, which just drives me crazy. It was not on purpose. You just were kind of mindlessly going. And I was like, hey, I need you to stop running one step ahead of me. Like, it makes it really hard for me to run. And he's like, sorry, you're doing great. And I said, I don't need your encouragement. I just need you to slow the fuck down. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's In my defense, I have a hard time with what's even when I'm ahead and when I'm behind. You
0: really can't tell if you're ahead or behind. I can't. Or next to. I, I mean, I really,
1: It's not. it's not the same for you and for me. <laughs>
0: Yes, mine is based in reality, and yours is... I don't know what it's based
1: we, in. We row together in a double skull sometimes, yeah. and I, I swear... swear leans to the left. I
0: swear <laughs> we're
1: straight, and Jen's like, oh, no, we're way off to the right. We're
0: leaning way to one side. When
1: you say we're even, I believe we're like 10 degrees tilted.
0: <laughs> and I am correct. I
1: I have... I believe that. <laughs> I believe that, right? But there's just... It's wacky. We We... We do the same thing, like with steering and stuff. I think we're—I think I'm steering straight, and you're like, "No, no, we're going to go into the shore." And we do actually then go into the shore. but Yeah, yeah. So I believe you on the on the tiltiness too.
0: I have a slightly better sense of proprioception. I'm
1: I'm also not symmetrical, left and right. So no, that's true. <laughs> we have problems. I have problems.
0: <laughs> okay, so that is the end of fundraising corner. Um, you can find all of that if you're if you're an Instagram follower. It's linked in the bio. It's on the Twitter page. You can find it.
1: I, I don't think you need to call it fundraiser corn. I think you just call it dogs need to eat.
0: The thing is, we're not even making money on this stuff. No. I, I guess we do get like a few dollars if people go to Audible as our sponsor, except it costs me money to run the podcast. So all of this is just break even. Yeah, yeah. And
1: stuff. dog yeah. food.
0: And it doesn't, we don't even make it to dog food. Like for the metals, the cost of the metals and the envelopes and the shipping is basically what I charge people. So... It doesn't even get us to dog food. It just covers the cost of doing the project.
1: We still need to win that lottery, yeah.
0: Yeah. Fair enough. That's
1: good. That's been my plan all along.
0: Yeah. Not trying to profit off the golden ratio. Just people like to have the stuff. I think it's fun to do it, and I make it as cheap as possible because I remember being a broke person who couldn't afford this stuff. So I just cover the cost. Okay. Well, there you go. There's all of that. Um, Let's talk about some dog stuff. I have two topics on my list. Brody's schnoop and the Getty Challenge. Oh. Is that a dog or a ball that just made that noise?
1: Yes. It's the dog Glock with <laughs> his ball, okay. the, of which the squeaker might have been removed by someone. And I'm looking at you. That
0: was me. Yep. I was on a Zoom call and he was squeaking away under the table. Squeakectomy. Performed. Squeakectomy. See, I did it on the Zoom call. I was like, hang on, everybody. I need to remove the weaker from this ball. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's killing me.
0: Uh, do you have a preference for if we do Brody Schnoop or Getty Challenge first? Uh,
1: I don't know what Getty Challenge is, so let's do the... Uh, wait a minute. I do know what the Getty Challenge is. Do yeah. that
0: one first. Sure. Sure. Uh, so the Getty Challenge is where you recreate famous works of art uh, with whatever you have around your house. And there has been some amazing stuff out there just... I love the creativity of it.
1: People are using cats as props and stuff.
0: Yeah. So I've been wanting to do one and I'm like, obviously I need to do one with dogs. And so I've been like going through stuff, like trying to find things. And I just wasn't finding anything that I was like, oh yeah, I could totally do that. Oh, that would look good. Um, And so I was looking yesterday morning and I found this kind of pinup picture. It's called pinup With Puppies. And so as this woman on a beach. uh, It is the least sexualized of the pinup art. I'm a big pinup fan. Uh, There's no kind of garter belts or bits showing. It's just she's in a little skirt and a tank top standing on the beach with two dogs. But it's very 1940s. I mean, it's a very classic pinup artist. Um, It's just less risque than a lot of it. And so she's in like this little red skirt and a white tank top uh, and white sandals. And she has these two dogs that look sort of like Cocker Spaniels and a red hat. And I was like, all right, well, I have a running skirt and a running tank top that look just like that. I'm going to put on like, dear dad, I need your belt. <laughs> put that on with this to match the outfit. Um, I like tied some little red bows on a pair of flip-flops that I had. And, uh, she had these like hoop earrings and I like put a rubber band on a pair of little earrings I had. So it looked like a hoop.
1: It was amazing what you did in like three seconds. It seemed like I looked, I looked away, I looked back and you were like, you had the full outfit done.
0: I did like the pin up hair, like the big kind of swirl red lipstick. And, uh, yeah, I made myself a fake red hat out of like a t-shirt wrapped around a piece of foam. <laughs> and like, I was like, all right, dogs, we're going outside and we're going to recreate this. It turned out so good, especially cause like I couldn't even see myself cause it was like bright sunlight. So I couldn't see the phone. Oh, I'm yeah. just like, trying to replicate it uh it turned out good and i was like i'm so proud of this and i like you know did all the photoshopping to kind of get the light right and like get the sky colors to match and i'm like okay i'm I'm gonna post this this is great and jared has like where are you gonna post it and i'm like we're posting on the golden ratio it's got hops and vink." and he's like i think maybe you should post that on one of your other accounts like it's not it's not really the aesthetic that we have over at the Golden Ratio account. Oh
1: man, I knew I wasn't going to be the hero of this story.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I think you were right though, like because we know. try not to have us in them. We don't try to make us the focus. I yeah. guess
1: we're in it, but it's really about the dogs.
0: I think the dogs are the focus of that. Though I did get a lot of comments on the legginess <laughs> of it as well. I'm not even wearing heels. I'm wearing like flip flops. Um, It's like literally what I run in. It is a running skirt. I didn't make it shorter. It is a skirt that I run in. I've
1: looked at that picture like 10 times and I don't think I can remember which dogs are even in it. (laughs) (laughs) Now that's just me.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm very proud of it. I think it turned out great. It is not uh, at all risque. And if you're interested, it's over on my running account, Jen Runs With Dogs.
1: No, it's great. It has the original, and then it has your version, and they're very close. They they're, look really good. they identical in mood and style. And then you can do Spot the Difference, I suppose, but you know.
0: Yeah, it's, it's funny that it's like, and, and I think the funny thing about all of them is like, Oh, that guy's wearing a bucket on his head, and like she took a comforter and yeah. wrapped it around herself. Like, so it's funny that it's like that is clearly not a hat that she that's has right. on her head. Uh,
1: yeah, or someone, some, some picture has like a devil in it, and someone uses a cat instead or yeah. something. That's that's what what I meant, right? It's like you, whatever you have in your house.
0: The most funny part was like. Uh, you know it was like 9 a.m and i found this picture i'm like oh this would be a great one to do i'm like i've got the skirt i got this and then you know like 20 minutes later i had the thing put together and was like i would have i thought you meant like at some point you'd like maybe you'll do it in a few days and here you are like okay i'm and and now i'm doing it
1: totally when, you, when you're like, oh, you know that Getty picture challenge? I want to do that. I was like, oh, well, maybe in a few weeks we'll get something, put something together. And 20 minutes later, something. I'm on the beach with the camera. <laughs> I shouldn't be surprised, but I still am. <laughs> I, I should know that there just isn't a distance. You can't put anything in between the decision and the action for you.
0: No, I get stuff done. Yeah. Uh but I think it's great. You know, it is it's great.
1: It is great and I know it's hops and vink. I know that that was the a The dog bit. part was like that the was whole a thing,
0: right? I I was not interested in doing one that was like just with me. Uh it was cool to do it with the dogs. So.
1: Yes, and they're in it too.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh okay, the other dog Update is Brody Schnoop. So Chief Brody came in and he had a real kinda his schnoop had all these like kinda chunky bits.
1: Yeah, it was like a ridge along the top of his nose.
0: Yeah, and all kinda like it it wasn't just like a ledge, it was
1: No. It's like old skin Kind of, it's kind of what is
0: it, it looks kind of like i mean it's so the condition is like when extra keratin grows on their nose and it happens when they if they lick their nose a lot or if they rub stuff on it and it's not tended to yeah um i mean some dogs i think will get it otherwise like but I,
1: I get that on my heel a little bit sometimes where it's like the the skin getting thick kind of
0: yeah it's a little kind of callousy but yeah. it's more like it Like if you look at their nose, they have nose prints, right? There's like little sections of it. And it's like those individual sections can overgrow. So it's not just like the whole thing. It's like there's all these little kind of lumpy spots. And so when we got him, he had a ton of this up there. And it's attached. It's not like you can rub it off. That's his nose. Yes, it's his nose. Um, And so I had bought this elbow butter For his elbow calluses, and uh, you can also... There's also nose butter, which is precisely the same thing. Uh, And so I started putting the elbow butter on also his nose. And, I mean, after like a week, all those little things flaked up. So now he's got this nice, smooth schnoop. He's beautiful and looks 20 years younger. It was all like (laughs) crusty, and I'm sure it was a little uncomfortable, Mm. and... Yeah. Now he's ready for his close-up,
1: and it was didn't hurt at all. We didn't have to no. like, do any heat treatment or nasty stuff. It was just that lotion, really. Just
0: give him a little lotion in I mean, love.
1: It's kind of like lip balm a little bit. It yes. seems like Vaseline lip balm. Yeah. just yeah.
0: Snoop butter. Snoop glue.
1: He's such a good boy.
0: He's wonderful. I love him. Uh, everybody else is doing the same. There hasn't been really anything to change. Oh, Swiz, uh we got her a new anxiety med today I just I talked to the vet and he prescribed it so she hasn't started it we ordered it from Chewy so hopefully that will help and we'll get it but it's a more long-term thing like the Xanax she was on as a sort of short-term thing um and like they you know they prescribe Xanax to humans so like if you're whatever afraid of flying your doctor could give you a Xanax prescription and you like take it before you get on the plane and it lasts for whatever four hours but that's it it's a, like a short-acting thing but this uh, new one is more like a like a regular kind of antidepressant or anti-anxiety where it takes a couple weeks to kind of build up in the system, and then it's a steady state. Uh, so we're going to try that and see how that works.
1: That'd be good. She seems more stressed than she needs to be.
0: Yeah. Um, our behavioral modifications are working well, but it would be great to not have to chuck her food across the floor every time we eat.
1: Yeah, and she still goes out and kind of looks for a reason to start barking.
0: Yeah, that is also true. That was a palm
1: tree that moved, I swear. (laughs) I think I saw a cat.
0: Yep. Uh, Okay, so there you go. That's the dog updates. So (laughs) close to a dog update is the chicken update. (laughs) (laughs) Still chasing around the chickens. Still fun. So, you know, people ask me lots of questions about the chickens. People who don't know about them are like, Why are there so many chickens? And it's because, you know, they're just wild down here, which we've talked about. And uh, so I kind of explain random chicken laws to people. And so we have talked before that, like, the chickens are protected. You cannot kill the chickens. Um, But that if you don't like a chicken, like if you've got a rooster that's waking you up outside your window. You don't
1: like a chicken. (laughs) If You have a particular beef with a chicken. Yeah, if
0: you're like, this chicken is a dick. (laughs) You can request a humane trap. We've talked about this on the podcast and trap the chicken and then they take it and they send it to an egg farm. I
1: mean, they give you the trap. You're the trapper. It's not like you have to trap animal control where they come in and trap the chicken. They're just like, yeah, we have you get on the wait list for a trap. Yeah. And And then you trap your own chicken. There's
0: a long wait list. You trap the chicken and then they transport the chicken up state (laughs) (laughs) to a farm. (laughs) They don't kill the chicken.
1: I think they really do. There's a there's a a whole process, and they say they take about a thousand chickens a year up to the mainland to like two or three um, what is it? Organic farm kind of situations where the chickens eat a ton of bugs.
0: Yeah, uh, that's right. They go. T- it's not an organic chicken farm. It's a vegetable farm. Right. And the chickens run around on the property and eat the bugs. Protect. Yeah, uh, and there's a program for adopting key west chickens yeah. if you're like from the mainland you can get a certified key west or florida keys chicken uh but someone today a lawyer uh i think was like uh aren't you getting in trouble for chasing those chickens and i was like killing the chickens is illegal but chasing them i think is fine and they're like isn't that like attempted chicken assault i'm like i don't think that it's illegal to attempt to catch a chicken uh but i will refer to this case to my lawyer, Dad, <laughs> who looked up this chicken chasing statutes it tonight. It says you can't
1: kill them. It doesn't say, and you can't, I mean, animal cruelty's out too, right? You can't hurt them. Um, I don't think it's,
0: it's cruel except my words. Totally. Oh, you think you're no. some kind of big man.
1: There's no attempted chicken murder statute. <laughs> and who's going to testify anyway? The chicken's friggin' crazy. No one's going to believe the chicken.
0: <laughs> I do have it on video. Chicken's going to be
1: on the stand. Videos here say you can't just introduce video. It's oh. it's, it's out. And who's going to introduce it? The chicken? <laughs>
0: I don't know. But in any
1: case... Chicken can't get on social media.
0: <laughs> we did read the law together tonight, and I'm totally in the clear for chasing the chickens. It is allowed. Harassing chickens is not illegal.
1: Oh, my God. If chasing chickens were illegal, I think hundreds of thousands of key Westerners who... I think a lot of them have a beef with those chickens when they wake them up at four in the morning... Uh, would get in would be in jail there's
0: only 25,000 people in key west
1: more chickens than people perhaps
0: someone asked like uh i think it would be hilarious to see what it looked like if someone saw gr mom chasing a chicken with the camera that happens all the time i get the camera out and i'm like come here you big man and i like chase it around a parking lot
1: but but there's people see me all the time these chickens are attractions i mean everyone is mobbing these chickens it's not like just us There's, there's a lot of people who love these chickens
0: that no one has ever been like i can't believe you're being so mean to the chicken they're all like you get that chicken
1: you get that chicken that woke me up yeah
0: that yeah. guy's a dick they're called gypsy chickens gypsy chickens that was the thing i learned today from you gypsy chickens
1: because they're sort of left over from i think cuban immigrants and fighting chickens yeah some of them look pretty good with those like big talons they're pretty good fighting chickens yeah Scary looking. One of them might turn around one day and be like, all right, I am a big man. Bring it on.
0: I got to say, I don't know what I would do if that happened. But Mm. I would, first I would pet, and then I don't know what I would do.
1: (laughs) Well, then he'd be your friend, of course. That would resolve the whole issue.
0: So uh, that transitions us into Taste of the Keys for this week, which is today is Conk Republic Independence Day.
1: Yes, it is. Yay.
0: Normally, there'd be a big... This would be the culmination of a week-long celebration.
1: Changing of the flag.
0: Yep, Uh, they reenact. So the Conquer Public, which is all of the Florida Keys, but especially Key West, uh, seceded from the Union in 1983. I think two. 1982. um, When they set up a border checkpoint. To, ironically enough, instead of a border checkpoint uh, in the space between Key Largo and mainland Florida, uh, essentially trying to catch drug dealers. But they and, were
1: intercepting people going out of the Keys.
0: Uh, yes. Today
1: it's people going into the Keys.
0: Yeah, I don't know if their border checkpoint went both ways. I don't know if they were also checking people coming in. Yeah, but now uh, we have another checkpoint right there, keeps people from coming in because we are a goddamn independent nation. All hail the Conquer Republic, um, yeah. So anyway, when when those b- blockades were put up, when the border check was put up in the middle of the United States, they're like, "Well, if you're going to treat us like a separate country, then we're seceding." Um, and so, uh, yes, it has played out in a couple interesting protesty ways. Uh, Cuban immigrants, like there was a flotilla of Cuban immigrants. I mean, this I think was in like the '80s or '90s that landed at the Seven Mile Bridge. Which is a bridge that is seven miles long, and according to U.S. policy, if you're a Cuban immigrant and you make it onto U.S. soil, you're allowed to stay, you get asylum. And they're like, "Well, the seven-mile bridge doesn't count," <laughs> which is like total How? bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Total bullshit. And the Conquer Republic's like, "It can Fine. If if you're saying the seven-mile bridge is not U.S. soil,
1: and we are here, we are again.
0: We are claiming it as the territory of the conch Republic." And uh, anyway,
1: I think they seceded in '82, and then like a week later, they applied for a billion dollars in, in uh, foreign aid. <laughs> like <laughs> now, you have to support us as a Caribbean nation.
0: Uh, but so during the kind of Week on Conquer Public Day celebration, which of course is not happening this year, um, there is a mock naval battle between the Conquer Republic and the. Is it the Navy or the Coast Guard? I think it's the U.S. Navy. I think the Navy. And then the Conch Republic wins, and there is a ceremonial surrender of the U.S. Navy to the Conch Republic where they apologize, and everything's fine, and then people go drink a lot.
1: Yeah, but it did happen that there was a big naval exercise, and the Conch Republic Navy pretended to fight them.
0: This was part of the... So in addition to the checkpoint, part of the grievances that the people of the Keys had is that uh, the Navy, who has a base down here, did this big naval exercise and didn't tell anybody right around the same time. And, yeah, so there are, like, people bring their boats out with, like, fake cannons and, like, shoot stuff at the... Not Navy. actual weapons shoot stuff at the Navy. <laughs> and then the Navy surrendered. Uh, so they, there's a ceremonial, like, shooting off of weapons at the Navy and naval surrender to the conquered public every year. Today would have been the day. So, I mean, today is the day. There's just not a big party for it now.
1: And, and so. let me just say we have good relationship with the Navy, and we miss their fighters.
0: <laughs> we sure do. Uh, yeah. Everybody down here loves the Navy, actually. Yep. Yep. Uh, but it's still fun to... Have them surrender to the Conquer Republic. Still
1: fun to be the Conquer Republic, indeed.
0: Yeah. Uh, so anyway, that's the taste of the keys news. Conquer Republic Independence Day, April twenty third. It's a good one. Viva la Conquer Republic.
1: Viva la Conquer Republic.
0: You got a German word of the week for us?
1: Yeah. Um, someone on Twitter mentioned this Lexi Alexander, who's a kick-ass director, who's like German Palestinian, I think. Oh. American. I don't know if she's actually American, but she's... Anyway, she suggested Morgenmuffel, mm. which is... Uh, it me. Someone who's... Yeah, then the Germans have a special word for this. Someone who's grumpy in the morning when, yeah. when they get up. A muffel is someone who's just like... You know, it's almost a little onomatopoeia of the sounds they make really moving yeah. around. But the Germans feel compelled to note this, I think, because they're... They do think getting up early is a virtue. I guess some some Americans are like that, but Germans definitely like I
0: this. hate those people. I mean,
1: this is why Wisconsin and Minnesota are full of these people, too, because it's, <laughs> it's all Germans came <laughs> over there, and they're like, if you haven't finished your chores by... I mean, they, they usually have breakfast at 7, and then they have a second breakfast at, like, 9.30 because you're starving by then again because <laughs> oh. you got up so early, and you've been working since 7.
0: I'm definitely a night owl. And, uh, I dated a guy once who was like a big morning person. Like he loved, I And mean, I grew up in a family of morning people, but I dated this guy and, and I was like, do you think you're morally superior? Cause you get up early. And he was like, yep, I sure do. <laughs> <laughs> Just makes me so angry. Uh,
1: anyway, Germany's kind of like that too. Morgan Yeah. Wolf, yeah.
0: yeah. I'm just going my... to stay my. We have to have
1: a special word for those who aren't cheerful in the morning.
0: <laughs> I don't think Germans are all that cheerful.
1: Because it departs from the norm. Well, even less cheerful.
0: <laughs> well, I stayed in bed till 8 45 this morning, though I was up oh. until like 3. Morgenmuffel. Yeah. I might have been muffly at like 7, but I was up until like 3. So my schedule has shifted a bit.
1: More. I do not think. That's morally superior. I think no. it's a thing. I think it's equally superior to stay up late, which is I am incapable of doing, right? So it's like
0: I'm like, pressure oh, d- d- up now at nine PM.
1: Yeah, I know. It's a close, very close. Double digits is my is my danger zone.
0: I mean seven thirty is your danger zone if you're sitting on the couch. Here's how to get your dad to fall asleep. Seven thirty put on like forged in fire. 15 minutes he's out
1: forged in fire is my achilles heel
0: it, it and it's like it's not that the show is boring we both really like the show Dad for some reason it's is just
1: soothing though
0: incapable of staying up for a full episode of forged in fire it's
1: soothing yeah. i don't want to say it's boring but anyway so it's not boring no in germany yeah. Seven is 1900 hours. So that's double digits.
0: <laughs> oh. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> You're getting the gist. Ah. Uh,
1: all right. Anything after 930 in the morning is fair game. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right. Well, uh, that's a good one. Morgan Morgenmofel. Yeah. All right. I think that's it for this week.
1: Yeah. I think we've successfully wasted another hour of your time, but then again, what is time?
0: Uh, Preview of the No Rules podcast coming up next week. Someone has asked GR Dad to discuss Mark Warner's Tuna Melt. So that will be... uh, We can't talk about it now. That's going to be at least one topic of discussion Excellent on the next podcast. Excellent.
1: Uh, Oh, I can see many different ways that'll go.
0: Yep. We got a lot to talk about. Uh, Anyway, that's it for this podcast. Um, We do have... Last week, we have a proper murder on Murders in Paradise. If you need more... We still have plans to do a running podcast. <laughs> we got stuff to talk about. Maybe we'll do that tomorrow. We just We can't podcast every night.
1: We aren't going to podcast every night. <laughs> we,
0: we are not going to podcast every night. Uh, but there's plenty of content out there. And uh, until next week, don't bite anyone unless they ask you to. Yeah,
1: just don't bite anyone at all.
0: Okay, bye. Bye.